Welcome to Healing Body, Mind and Soul, empowering self-care, self-healing, and self-mastery for a better world. Here's your host, Ariel Asher. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Healing Body, Mind, and Soul with Ariel. I'm Ariel Asher, your host, and I have the honor and privilege today of interviewing such a fabulous healer. Now, how I even got in touch with this healer was a miracle in itself. You may have heard one of our other healers on the podcast the other day, Jules. She put out a beacon and said, girl, you got another healer here. And she put out a beacon and did a calling and asked a couple of her friends to come by. Well, I can't believe that this fantastic creature was an insta yes. She has a healing practice in San Francisco. She's a holistic healing practitioner, a Celtic shamanic guide, and the executive director of the, of the Entheosis Institute. I'm sure I messed that up. I'm going to let her talk more about that. She does repatterning and all kind of body, mind, and soul work, working on all kinds of levels. Please let me just say, I'm so excited to have her today, and I hope you will love this um, interview. Please welcome Megan Rose. Megan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Ariel. I'm so grateful and honored to be speaking with you today. Um, yes, just to clarify, the Entheosis Institute I is, the, I <laughs> is the name up. of the organization. That's okay. I set myself up for that botch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an old word that has a very specific meaning, and I won't go into that, but I'm um, sort of reclaiming it, dusting it off, and reapplying it. Um, you might hear it used in the entheogen, like entheogenic um, community and entheosis is the practice of um, entheos which is the divine within so it's the practice of awakening the divinity within each of us wow. so we're fantastic yeah so we're an institute that is devoted to um, practices um, for doing that specifically through the lens of art education eco-spiritual practice and community development right because that the way that we awaken the divine within isn't just by sitting in a cave somewhere distanced and um disengaged from the world but we a big piece of entheosis is actually doing that in um what's called imaginal chains that link together and that we support and foster that awakening as a collective fantastic it is such an honor to have you here today. I'm so glad you're involved with that. Can you tell me a little bit about the story? What made you become a healer? Like, did you just come out of the womb and start using, um, <laughs> using energy healing? Or kind of. I was a weird kid, you know. Um, I was raised in the Pentecostal Christian Church. And so 
when I was born, um, I was born with a birth defect uh, in my in my kidneys, and um, was really sick as a child, and um, was going to be facing surgery. And my mother and my grandmother and the the women in my family anointed with me with oil and laid their hands on me and had the minister there, and they all prayed for me, and I experienced faith healing uh, as this tiny little one, not even one-year-old baby being, right? And I've often thought back on that moment and thought that's when it happened. Um, Because if you imagine this tiny being, being, uh, you know, as healers, we understand that what was happening was I was getting, my system was getting flooded Right with um, with with shakti, with prana, with chi, with all of this energy, with orgone, right? All this energy just runs through my courses through my system at this this tiny age. And what it did was it sort of lit up everything in my system at once. Um, the the malady was healed, but then I was like on fire. Um, so I grew up as this uh, semi hyperactive child with all this energy coursing through her body. And of course, at that age, I just understood it to be the Holy Spirit, right? And, and I understood it in this very, you know, in a specifically Christian framework. Um, well, what I noticed as a child growing up that I, was that I would feel that when I was in a Pentecostal service and the Holy Spirit was moving. Um, and then I would feel it in nature when I was with a tree or with um, in a very beautiful nature um, setting. And so I learned actually really early on that it wasn't just um, a religious experience I was having in a church, that it was actually accessed in these other places. Um, but it took me, you know, going through college and then seminary. I went to the Graduate Theological Union where I studied religion and I was really trying to understand what is this thing that's coursing through my body that's so powerful and that's so palpable. Um, And then I began after graduate school to study um, different healing modalities. Um, I began with Reiki and then I went through, you know, a a laundry list, Shiatsu and um, Chinese medicine. And, um, and and then I, and this one um, experience I was having, I had been starting to practice yoga and I was laying in Shavasana and all of a sudden I felt these energy centers open up my body from like bottom to top. And they were in these very specific places along my spine. And I remember having seen, and I hadn't studied the chakra system at all. Um, and, but I remember seeing an image. It was this image that Alex Gray had done of uh, theologue, which is this being sitting in Lotus with these chakras. And I was like, I'm feeling that. What is this? And I became obsessed with understanding what it, this energy was that was coursing through my body and why it felt like, like, you know, sparks were coming out the end of my fingers most of the time. So that very naturally led me into becoming a healing arts practitioner. Um, and um, over the course of years of working with clients, I became really interested in why, um, why people repeated certain patterns that were not serving them, but that were continuing to manifest in their life over and over and over again. And how as healing arts practitioners, we can help them unlock and decode that. And um, so that led me into uh, researching a PhD for the past 10 years in, um, in, in, 
transpersonal psychology and really understanding how we get at those patterns, um, looking at it from both a mind, body, spirit, but also an epigenetic um, understanding what what are the traumas or the um, the karmas that we carry in that keep those patterns in place, and how do we now moving into the work with the Indiosis Institute, right? How do we embody that deep, wise, powerful, um, divine self that is is in some ways liberated and free from those so that we can step into our fullest power and our fullest magnificence in this lifetime now to become change makers and transformational catalysts on the planet because the planet needs us now so much um, to come together in communities. Sister, sing it sister. I couldn't agree more. It's such an honor to meet you and I love so much what you are up to. I think that it's time that healers, teachers, and artists, thank you, God, musicians, everybody, whatever the superpower is. I say musicians because Mm -hmm. I have experience. Even when I was young as a performer, I would feel the energy moving through me and and sometimes see rays of light coming from um, from my fingertips. Um, which I don't talk about a lot, but, but I know that you get, you know, mm-hmm. it's just so, it's so wonderful that, that um, when we open that up and I don't know where I got it. I wasn't raised in the church. I have to, I have to say my grandmother, my, uh, my grandmother from what, what I can piece together now was sort of into this religious science. And she was, she would wave her hands over mm-hmm. and she called it saying the blessings or, um, and she, and she often talked of channeling grace, but but we didn't call it faith healing, and I wasn't mm-hmm. under the um, so so I had no restraints with <coughs> so I just studied every single thing mm-hmm. right and and I think that um when I was out in the world doing um <coughs> reading now I'm getting your cough um <laughs> when I was out in the world when I was out in the world um doing readings and sharing my gifts by um um doing oracle card readings and and um I would um I would see these flashes of people in different ways it's so funny how you it's 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 funny how I'm sorry I'm stumbling over my words but it's funny how at different times you embody different um things in order to let that energy come out. Right? Yeah, it's almost like keys or locks in a tumbler. Like I needed to go through certain paths and certain initiations. I've studied with a few different mystery schools and then yes. that's opened me onto that next step, you know. It's like um, a giant game of the Legend of Zelda. Oh my gosh, um, yes. <laughs> And you have to go down the hall and get that one more key that you yeah. in that closet. And yeah. Go get that one crystal or yeah. that one, pe- you know, or that one um, tool. I so, I so understand. I love the way that you're um, bringing um, healing to the world. And what I was going to say about the um, tarot cards is I think that when I was in my early twenties, I was, I was in San Francisco actually at a whole life expo doing a reading and somebody Um, somebody um, Christian came up to me or with a 
Are you a healing practitioner, teacher, trainer, or coach with a huge message of self-empowerment, healing, or transformation that you want to share out to the world? Then we invite you to join our amazing self-care book project. Visit somasoundtherapy.com. It's time to show up, speak up, and stand out. We are looking for co-authors to join our book opportunity entitled Empowered Self-Care, Healing Body, Mind, and Soul for a Better World. For all the info, just visit us at somasoundtherapy.com. Are you ready to be heard? with a framework that didn't include tarot cards, let's just put it that way, and started telling me how wrong I was and how bad I was. And it was the first time. And, and when I look back, I was actually so sheltered because I must have been in my late 20s or early 30s at that time. And that was the first time that anybody ever told me, don't do that. Mm. Do, you know, mm. do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm just sharing that because I, uh, because um, just I had this aha of how much freedom I had mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't have because I didn't have a framework, right? But yeah, I think off um, before we started the interview, we were talking about let's talk about what made you start, and I think that's where um, that's really where my head is at, and I'm just thinking, you know, it's not a it's not a straight line, is it? No, no. I mean, what made me start working with, you mean start as in um, my practice working with other people? Yes. Like what made you take that on um, not only as who you are, but as your vocation? Right. Well, I... I had spent years in the academy, right? So I was a seminarian and I had studied religions from this. And I'd also always been a practitioner of eco-spirituality. And then I went through a dark night of the soul. I went through a really intensely traumatic marriage um, and went through a couple of relationships that included domestic violence and abuse. And I came out of that after about seven years and was like, I need to heal myself. There's some really intense something that is trying to teach me a lesson that I'm clearly repeating because I'd repeated this intense um, relationship in my life a couple of times before I was like, whoa, 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 there's a pattern here. I need to decode this. And so I began to receive a lot of healing modalities from different um, um, practitioners. And in the practice of receiving it, all of that Pentecostal um, uh, encodedness that I had been raised with, all of the faith healing, the laying on the hands and the, the spirit language, um, sort of rekindled inside of me, but not in the frame of Christianity in the, anymore, in the frame of um, energy healing and um, eco-spiritual practice. And so I was fascinated. That was that moment I was talking about where I was laying in Shavasana and all of a sudden the energy rose up in my body. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the Holy, this feels like the, you know, quote unquote, Holy Spirit, but it's, I'm not in a church service. This is amazing. And so I began to receive a lot of these modalities first to heal myself. And in the course of healing myself, um, because I, you know, had a background in academia, I just took a lot of classes and received a lot of trainings and certifications. And at some point, um, like I was saying, the sparks were coming out of my body. And I was, a, and, and one of uh, the intuitive guides that I was working with, one of a, a woman who's a female shamanic practitioner here in San Francisco um, that does a lot of um, hands-on healing work was like, girl, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is why this is so alive and active in your body. And this is why you've had the story 
um, and the history that you've had because you're meant to be doing this with people. Um, and so that was a really a, a powerful turning point for me because that up until that point, I'd been trying to sort of like, I'd taken on projects with friends and with partners <laughs> trying to like save, fix and heal them. And when I realized, oh, that's not what I'm here to do, if I just re refocused that and actually brought this into service in my community, um, that's a healthy and a really um, vital way of channeling this, um, this gifting that I have. Um, and yeah, so that's what put me on the healing um, service path. Oh, you are amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. That is a really, really very, very moving story. Thank you so much. If you had one super tip or one, like, what is your one big thing? What do you find yourself saying over and over again to all your clients? Or what's the one thing, your super tip that you can share? It's really, really simple. And it comes down to the breath. To taking a deep breath in and taking a deep breath out wherever you are in that moment and knowing that it's okay. Wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing, whether it's extreme pain or extreme um, ecstasy, it's okay. Because underneath the this surface, which is like the storm on the surface of the ocean, when you go deep into the breath underneath that, there's a stillness and there's a quiet and that's always with you and that's always present. And if you can pause, slow things down and take a deep breath in whatever you're experiencing, you connect to that. Um, my, my mentor says that breath is the, the horse that spirit rides. So when we take that deep breath, we allow ourselves to be inspirited, to be full of spirit, to be inspired, and then we're at choice. And when we're at choice, we can make a different decision. We can make the same decision, but we're okay with whatever it is in that moment because we found that moment of grace and that moment of presence with the breath. Mmm, delicious. I love how you say that. So what's next for you, Megan? Well, we've got some really exciting offerings coming up um, this spring and summer with the Entheosis Institute. We'll be doing a, um, uh, some workshops and trainings, um, some eco-spiritual practices um, for individuals and communities. And um, I have my private practice here uh, in San Francisco that I do both in uh, person and also online work with people. You can learn more about that at meganrosephd.com. That's M-E-G-A-N-R-O-S-E-P-H-D.com, um, which gives you all of my um, personal offerings and, um, and will also give you a link to the Entheosis Institute, which is just beginning to launch its offerings this spring and summer. So, um, and uh, you can learn more about the Entheosis Institute at Entheosis, E-N-T-H-E-O-S-I-S Institute.com. Terrific. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Megan. I am sure that there were more than a few juicy morsels in there for all of our listeners. Once again, this is Ariel Asher with Healing Body, Mind, and Soul with Ariel. Until next time, happy healing. Thanks for joining us for the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with your host, Ariel Asher. Today's program has been brought to you by Soma Sound Therapy and the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul Network.